the progress of mercedes may not indeed just be track related i think we can i think we can safely say now that mercedes has made updates into upgrades i think that is safe to say right now uh what's going on i'm gonna speak to all my people in the chat right now wildcat first to show up in the chat sylvia wick kelly what's going on uh she said damn it i think she said damn it because wildcat might have beat her out <laughs> mary beanie what's going on everybody was popping so we're gonna get into this of course you already know how this works and if you don't know how it works then i'm wrong what's up mr cedric uh the way it works there is a live link in both the live chat and the description of this youtube live video what you want to do is you want to go ahead and make sure that you one click the link so that you can come in and then you will start your actual live call in the audience once you do that then what you'll do from there is you'll be able to do a live call in so that you can ask a question or have a debate or do any of that good stuff so that is where we are right now then you also need a laptop or a desktop in order to do that you cannot do it from your mobile phone or your tablet because that will just allow you to be in the audience but this show is about you taking part i talk enough through the week okay so really i'm going to bring up the topics i'm going to set the stage and then what you're going to do is you're going to go ahead and come into the live show and give your big give your piece let the world know how you feel about what's going on in formula one that is what we have going on today so let's get this thing popping let's get rocking all right we're gonna start off with some soft topics let some more people pop up in here uh i see jason bright's in here i see box office ham is in here i see jay uh who else we got blue divas popped up in the house so that's what we got going on so let's let's talk about this and uh i'm bring this up is it not time for felipe to get his opportunity y'all is it not time for Felipe Drogovic to get his opportunity so that he can indeed go ahead and help Aston Martin fight in the Constructors' Championship? I think it's time. I think it's overtime. I think right now they, they've been holding and waiting, and I don't know what they're holding and waiting on. But right now, it is time for Felipe to get things cracking and get things popping. All right, I think it's time for Felipe to get his opportunity. I think it's time for Lawrence to, to stop holding Lance's hand and just be honest with him. Like, son, you ain't got it. Like, son, you far off the mark. Like, son, I love you, but it's probably time for you to take a back seat and let some things happen. So, to me, I'm, I'm in for that. I'm in for that going on right now. So, let's go ahead, see what we got in the chat. I'm going to look over to Super Chat and... uh. We're going to let some people, we got, uh, what do we got? We got Box Office Ham going in. And we got Sylvia Week, Derwin Hill, what's going on? And who else we got? Blue Diva, Mary Beanie is in there as well. So everybody's saying what's up in the chat. We got Wildcat actually in the audience. So like I said, we are going to go ahead and open up the chat for anybody. Click that link. And then with the next soft topic we got is, did anybody see what happened to Lando? Anybody see what happened to Lando? Lando thinks that he is unfairly punished. McLaren does. And um, I think that McLaren, what they should have did, is not protested. I think they should not have protested. I think what they should have did is speak up loud and clear when Abu Dhabi happened because what is happening to them is not as egregious, nowhere near as detrimental, nowhere near as punishing, nowhere near as much as a scandal. And they didn't speak up, really. 
right? They were kind of quiet about that, right? Until the cost cap came and Zach Brown spoke up about that. But now they feel like Lando's being uh, unpunished is being punished, overly punished for what they did. And I, and I do agree, but this is where the situation comes in where you should have spoke up about Abu Dhabi, right? Because I do agree with McLaren. I don't think he should have received a, a punishment for that. And now he is, and now they feel like it's unjust. Well, where were you when Abu Dhabi happened and all the other situations happened? This is why teams should have spoke up then, because now teams are facing situations with the FIA that are minuscule and kind of minute in comparison. But in the same, maybe if they saw more teams were unified on situations, then it wouldn't have happened. So it did happen. It is here. They got to deal with it. Would they have protested if it was another team or would they have had something? Would they have felt that same way if another team was under that gun? I don't think so. I don't think they probably would have said anything about it. And if they did, it would have been very candid. Blue Diva with a Super Chat, our most recent VIP member, is I just want to say a massive thank you to my lovelies, Mary and Sylvia, for always being amazing. Hey, those are two lovelies and those are two besties that you should always keep. Okay, so yes, uh, Galacticus was wondering what happened to Lando. That is what happened to Lando. Those are our soft, to soft topics for today. So now we're going to get into it. Uh, let me let somebody know, because I was trying to see if we were going to have somebody on the show for a second. Let me see if they still going to come on. We're still working on maybe bringing in our first guest. Wildcat is going on, and he says, I've been saying it. Lance got to go, so he wants to hit it on a soft topic. My brother, you got your F1 minute, bro. Go for it. All right, so th this this need this this they need to put this to a stop. I'm sorry, tough love need to get active and it need to get active like right now. My uncle, my dad's baby brother, this mm -hmm. man played pro football for nine years with three different teams and won two Super Bowl titles and appeared in three of them. So okay, okay. me personally, if I'm if I don't play ball throughout my younger years throughout high school clearly my dad would have told me if i sucked or not but i didn't suck so i kept on at it ran track too got three state titles to prove that one but you know i'm sorry but if your son ain't gonna cut it i'm sorry tough love needs to come in if you truly love your son you gonna right. have the balls to tell him i'm sorry son you need to sit back let's see what felipe got look at oscar piastri the man right. is an f2 champ look at what he's doing in his rookie season now that he got that seat he fighting for it to prove that he deserved to be on the grid put felipe right. in that seat and let and watch what he gonna do he gonna probably be putting that amr 23 right up there in near the front just like alonzo is and now alonzo actually got some decent backup versus fighting it out on his own against Mark and Ferrari, which Ferrari done fucked up so bad, they ain't gonna ever get straight. Damn. Wildcat laying it out. My brother, hey, my brother real honest right there. He real honest right there. He said, my dad would have told me I sucked, right? And necessarily, no, he's right. <laughs> he's right. He's right. Lawrence got to do that. Now, I did hear that Alonzo was was defending that Stroll is very passionate about being a Formula One. I don't think that's the question. The question being asked isn't, is Stroll very passionate about Formula One? The question is that, is Stroll competitive in his performance up to par in order to assist Aston Martin and where they're trying to go as a team? And the answer to that thus far by what we see, factual evidence on the track, the gap between he and Alonzo, his teammate, is no. It's not happening right now. It's not happening. 
Lance just is not doing it. I understand. And you know what? If if Lawrence wants to say, hey, I can afford it. I bought this team so that my son could have a Formula One seat and I could hopefully be there for him. And, and maybe one day he'll turn into the driver that I hope he I want him to be. Then that's fine. That's what that's Lawrence's choice. That's all his choice. But then that says to Aston Martin that I am not concerned about us winning championships more than I am concerned about my son having the experience of being a Formula One driver for as long as I am the owner of this team. Uno says James Allison is our Nui and Elm need to at work more with his team. Okay, I'm going to do this. We're going to go into this topic. So let me break it in first before I bring Uno in. I'm going to say this. James Allison has put everybody on notice that is so side pod centric. There are a plethora amount of people that are out there that have that have these uh, undergraduates of aerodynamicists, certifications of being aerodynamicists, and they say it is always and has been the side pods. And I am on the other side of that fence of having a certification of being an aerodynamicist and a degree of being an aerodynamicist, not and not for them as well, of saying that it is more than just the side pods. The floor is majority of the priority. The side pods do contribute to that performance as well as the suspension. And I think there are plenty evidence, articles of evidence that prove this. One is McLaren and Williams. They changed their side pods. They didn't go too much of anywhere. Ferrari changed their side pod concept. They're struggling. Mercedes changed the side pods. They changed the floor. They changed the suspension. They changed inlet brake ducts. For They changed a plethora of things that are added to making it successful right now. It is not just the side pods, people. Get off of that. It takes more than one. It takes two. Plus some, all right? I'm going to bring Uno in and let him go ahead and cash it up. Uno, what you got, brother, man? You got your F1 minute. Let's get a mic check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Go ahead, brother, man. Go ahead. All right. First of all, greetings, everybody, and how you doing? Jay, I like what you said. I'm doing good, brother, man. I like what you said, my twin, because you know something? We are right. And you're right. I disagree with you because, one, that side part is not capital one. Right, mm. that side pod is the one that makes what the car get more boost, and the floor is the main one that gives the downforce. That's what you keep right. getting every constant time, and every time we need the the downforce speed, the line speed, the straight speed, the performance speed. That's the whole package. Please, like you said, get the heft off that side pod and leave it alone. Because if it was the main case, everybody would be on it. Right. You see yeah. how much I love McLaren was struggling right there. McLaren was like, what? Even, um, what's his name? Zach Brown? God damn, he was more brown than it under shit, right? And you look on his face, the guy could not even put his face anywhere else apart from sideways. So, like the yeah. side pod, please stop it. Leave it alone and just watch how Lewis has done to get that second time podium, right? That's mm. the most beautiful thing ever. Because if it hadn't been, well, right, you're all going to be money and say, oh, I wish it was working more, blah, blah, blah. Stop mm -hmm. it. Facts. Big shout out, Uno. That's real, man. That's real. You got to, y'all got to, we got to get off that. And, and think about this. I understand that uh, supposedly it was rumored, you know, Red Bull was going to go to a slim down side pod. Adrian New was going to prove his expertise and greatness because he is he is a goat in the engineering space 
of Formula One. Like we can't take, we're not taking that from them. I'm not going. I will debate people down if they want to try to take that from. Them. But of course, there's a team, right? There's a team of engineers. It's not just Nui, but Nui heads that. All right, Nui's ideas, Nui's fondness for innovation and always looking to try to find that next thing, that next wrinkle that I can expose and and build upon. And I got to give props, James Allison, as well as, let's not forget Mike Elliott, he did take a blunt of the blame and criticism for the failure of Mercedes with the development of the W13 and the W14. It didn't help that it was already out there that they ignored or they chose not to listen to Lewis Hamilton as far as his intake or his his input on the development of the car dg big blue says parents don't like to believe their children aren't good parents will will shield their children and sugarcoat things or make up excuses go navy oorah that is true some parents won't let me just tell you all a personal story of my own my daughter after her second time uh, her second round of kart racing she ended up getting second uh, getting third and then second. And so she really wants that first. She wants that race win. She wants that big trophy, that big piston trophy. And I think in order to make it not feel so bad for herself when we were in the truck on the way home after we loaded up, she tells me, she says, you know what? It, losing's not so bad. Everybody's not. Nobody's a loser out there, right, Dad? Nobody's a loser. Everybody's a winner. And I looked over in that seat and I told her, I said, baby, that's not true. That's not true. There are losers and there are winners. All right. But losers aren't necessarily indicted to be losers forever. If you lose, that's only telling you something. That's telling you, one, you haven't put in as much work as the other competitors on the field. Two, all right, two, it just wasn't your day. Whatever happened, happened, and you got to find a way to build up on that. But there are winners and there are losers. So this just means we have to work harder to find out what we can do to bring your skills up. But don't let anybody tell you that are losers because because what that does is make you think that it's OK to fail, that if I fail, it's OK and there's nothing to work on. No, if you lose, it's an indication that you need to work harder at something. You need to improve in a certain category or section or you need to go ahead and evaluate yourself and find out if this is for you or not. But yes, there are winners and there are losers. All situations aren't created equal. Every time you lose, it may not indeed be to your performance. Like we saw Lewis Hamilton, 2021 Abu Dhabi. He didn't lose due to performance. He lost due to something that he couldn't control through the officials and through a scandal-type situation that still plagues and will forever overshadow Formula One at that time in history. But yeah, he lost. It just wasn't due to his skill and his ability. So those things do happen. So, yeah, you're right. Parents don't want to. I think it is a fault for parents to keep sugarcoating that, to be like everybody's a winner. Everybody's not a winner in competition. This is just not true. All right. So James Allison also, I thought it was really entertaining how he laughed about the red. Wait a minute. Wildcat says, is what we don't see the real change? And that's what I was going to say. And James Allison was saying that it's cool for everybody to pick out and pick on the side pods because it's what you see. It's the development that you don't see that is the real critical progress that's made this W14 so-called B-spec what it is. The floor is where a lot of the work is. And he says this. So what people would think, I mean, you just got to admit, like, it's just not the side pods. Wildcat coming in hot for his F1 minute. Wildcat repping. He putting his reps in. Go, bro, you got it. All right. So 
the floor that's that's a big that's a major part of keeping that car glued to the road but look at monaco they give you an up close in depth of looking at the front suspension and that anti-dive that was actually innovated by red bull that was a part right. of the rb18 and the rb19 now you go and look at now here it was canada if you look at red bull's diffuser they actually made some slight tweaks to that diffuser but where did red bull get the idea starting that from they actually got it from williams a back marker of the grid mm. but so but if you look at that rb19 they still mercedes still has issues they gotta solve with the beam wing they still gotta figure out how to actually get that drs to actually do the exact same thing that red bull's doing with theirs. right it's not just the side pods that changed it the side they, they said the dna of the car was gonna change mm-hmm. cassie which means they can't move lewis back so he can sit where he wants to but they got him as far back as they could for right. now until next season so but everybody knows the w13 had a strong rear end but a lot of drag on that rear end mm. the w14 when it came out had a strong front end a very weak rear end so now they're trying to tweak that rear suspension as much as possible until next season when they can completely change it out right. and actually get it to where they need it so that way lewis can really go ahead and throw that car in the corners like he loves to do very aggressively at times when he wants to late breaking and cutting people and cutting people through the chicanes like he lo- like he masterfully done roger that brother man roger that brother man which we gonna get into we gonna talk about the alonzo situation too we gonna talk about that but he is right like and we talked about this as far as had they been able to now it's not saying they did like wildcat mentioned it's not saying they didn't make some tweaks to try to get lewis back they did but had they done that i mean we're talking about an extensive overhaul in the monocoque and the chassis so that that definitely would have blew them out so that's something that's going to have to be really uh giving some attention in the next season's car and james allison also talked too much is about this that they are doing what they have to they're just not sitting on their stool crying about they've made the changes they've made progress updates have now become upgrades lewis is on podium again up there with aston martin the fight with red bull still isn't there yet but i will tell you this the gap from red bull definitely wasn't 20 seconds now i'm going to be waiting for austria to happen to see what happens there but that 20 second some odd gap that we were seeing some odd time ago it wasn't that it wasn't that so two things may be happening teams are developing and catching up with red bull or red bull is not developing fast enough and then that same thing teams are going to catch up you can't sit still so it's going to be real interesting in the next few rounds to see what happens over the course of the rest of the season even and i'll be paying attention to that so Big shout out to everybody that's in the audience. Remember, if you want to click the link in the chat, in the live chat, it's pinned. Click the link in the description. If you like, come into the studio, do the live call. Go ahead. Take your F1 minute. Tell me what you got to say. You want to leave a bunch of comments? Come on in and talk that for real. All right, let's go. Our next segment is... And happy Juneteenth to everybody out there. Happy Juneteenth to everybody out there. Don't want to forget that. Happy belated Father's Day to anybody who didn't join us live this weekend, this Sunday, this Saturday, or the Friday. Uh, Happy Father's Day to you all. And also, New Blue Diva is our new VIP member. And Will got another gift card for winning the Kickback Quality Trivia. So all those things will go out. So big shout out to everybody. Big shout out to my mods. RaceX210, I see you over there. Michael Dixon, I see you over there. Mr. Cedric still in there. Blue Diva, Sylvia with Kelly. Let's pop on to our next segment and we talking about alex updating his resume alex over there repping for williams y'all i was excited albon coming in seventh 
seventh with the first race with the major updates for Williams. Not a lot of time in FP1 because it got rained out. Then, you know, Gasly had his incident and the CCTV started acting up. That's what happened. And then we get into FP2, rain, intermittent weather. Williams, it's not like they got the best opportunity to collect on a large amount of data for these updates. And yet Albon comes into the race and goes head from ninth, I believe he started on the grid, finishes out seventh. Yo, Albon updating his resume. What's going on out here? What's going on out here? I mean, if we look at this, look at this, okay? We got... Albon, both of these drivers, I believe, have at least a couple of DNFs this season, okay? Both of these drivers. Long-awaited, so-called Captain America Logan Sargent. Come on, we got to drop the Captain America nickname now. The Captain America that I've seen in Marvel ain't doing these type of shenanigans. Now, I know his personality can be a little, you know, should like kind of like, oh, man, good do boyish type situation. But Captain America out here, he repping, you know, he out here saving things, trying to do his thing. Logan Sargent is not Captain America right now. He's definitely not. OK, he wrecking things up. He, he's not finishing races. Great. He got zero points while both, of, you know, <laughs> No, matter of fact, Albon got two DNFs. I don't even think Logan, I don't think Logan got, no, he got his DNF this weekend, but he's out of the top 10 and he got zero points to show for any of his contributions to Williams. I think right now I'm a little, I'm definitely disappointed in DeVries, but Logan Sarge, I'm a little, little disappointed in him. Uno says Alex shows he's not Latifi nor Russell getting his game on. Uno coming in hot with for his F1 minute, bro. Let's go. Uno, lay yeah. it down, brother. You got it. Yeah. I appreciate what you said about um, Logan because I was disappointed too. Although the guy, you know, worked hard, get where he is, he should have been right now alongside Album. Album is experience. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's done from F2 and worked his way. That's why I said he's not mm -hmm. like Russell and he's certainly not like Latifi. He proved mm -hmm. it when he was in Red Bull. Look how he showed. And even from Alpha, Alpha Romero. It was no Alpha. Alpha Tari. Um, it was Alpha Tari. No, not Alpha Tari. It was Toro Rosso. Toro Rosso at the time. You're right. It yeah. was Toro Rosso at the time. Alpha, it was Toro Rosso at the time he showed his class. And that's how he got into Red Bull before Gasly even get there. But you see how much he worked and got, what, three podiums, third place? That guy shows class. Now, this is his turn again to show class. Mm -hmm. He's not under no toe of Red Bull. He's not under no toe of any Mercedes team. Nope. This is Albon. A Thai guy, British way, showing that he too can do what, like his Prince, Prince Albert. That guy was like a legend to him. And yeah, now he's showing I can do the same. So I'm going to represent the Thai people. And this is my turn. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> no, dropping bars today. What's up, Gil Heisen's in the chat. Appreciate you, man. I really do appreciate you. Thanks for the super chat, bro. Appreciate you. Much. Hey, uh, this is what I would like to know, though. All right, right now, Albon, I, I have said, like, if Albon gets to Williams, he's got an opportunity where it's either he's going to get ready to exit Formula One or he's going to prove himself to be deserving of another opportunity of a mid, midfield to top field team. But Albon right now taking Williams may be entering into a midfield battle. So does this mean that Albon, do we think Albon needs to, to be concerned about getting a contract from another team, or did he does he need to stay with Williams and build what he's building? I think if Albon doesn't stay with Williams, because I think Williams is a good place for him. Don't forget he signed a multi-year deal. 
uh, I believe mid time, sometime fall of 2022, multi-year deal going beyond 2023. Don't know exactly when that contract expires for him, but he is in a multi-year deal. But should he concern himself about worried about leaving Williams? I'm not thinking so. I think Albon is a type of driver and, and personality and character matter when you're with a team. If, if it doesn't feel comfortable for you, if you don't feel like you're ingratiated into the team, if you don't feel like this team is really for you, if you go into the paddock, you go into the garage, you go into the meetings, you go into the trail motorhome, and you just feel like this is this is a toxic environment for me. I can't even really perform because I feel like there's snakes on my back. I feel like there's a foot on my neck. I feel like all like it's a toxic environment, right? So Albon necessarily going to Red Bull again, like I, I heard somebody, I read somebody mention like, what about Albon going back to Red Bull? Or is Red Bull looking at him? And I don't think so. And even if Red Bull was looking at Albon, I would not go to Red Bull if I were Albon. There's another team out there that you may do better with. And sometimes you got to understand that environments around you, the people that you work with do impact your daily functions as an employee do impact your daily functions as a business owner does does impact your daily functions as an athlete as a driver albon may not be productive with a team that is not supportive of his character his impersonality wildcat says williams did to logan what haas did to mick oh my gosh i got to hear this coming in hot brother go ahead all right when i say that last year year before they did it too when they gave out upgrades they put the upgrades on nikita massa shit's car and he still couldn't make the most out of it and mick pretty much drove the wheels off that damn thing on an unupgraded car and still dusted massa shit they did the same thing to k-mag they gave him the upgrades left mick unupgraded and mick still Mick still drove the drove the wheels off that car as much as he could and much as he could get out of it Williams did the exact same thing to Logan this weekend. Mm. Granted, yes, I know Logan hasn't shown what he can really do yet because he's still trying to get accommodated to, you know, F1. This ain't mm. F2. But why not? Go ahead. Give this man the upgrades. Let's see what Logan can pull out of it. Because if you see what Logan can pull out of it, then you know what Albon's going to do when he turns that damn thing up to 20. So at that point, Albon... I feel like Albon needs to do exactly what Gasly did for Sonoda. Albon needs to be Logan's big brother. Start being there, coach him up, be in his back pocket. Hey, let me show you some of this. Let me show you some of that. Let's go over this data over here. Let me show you some of the tips that I use when I'm in the car. Right. Help him grow. I I tell you what, I got I, I got I got rebuttal for that, brother. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep you on for a second. So let's let's say this. Due to Albon's personality that we've seen. He's been great. Uh, he's been a good, or I'll say great team player, right? He stayed to help Sergio. He, he's, he, he always helps out the, even, as a matter of fact, even when he was getting out of Alvatore, he stayed to help around with Yuki. All right, he stayed to help Sergio. He always gives feedback. So it, do you think it's Albon that's not there, they're willing to help, or more like Logan Sargent having a personality or character like, I don't need your help? It might Could it not be that? Honestly, it might possibly be that because, and I will say this, we as Americans, we can be quite egotistic. We can be. And we there can we be go. quite prideful too. 
and that's one of the seven deadly sins. I'm sorry. But, there we go. If Logan is carrying that pride, he needs to dump that and realize, brother, you are a rookie. If you want to stay in this sport that you have wanted to get in for so long, right. you need to look at the experienced guys, especially the one, the driver that's in your garage that has driven for a top four, I say this, for a top four Formula One team right. point in his career, even if it was only half a season, right. he was there. So he knows what it takes to actually get the job done and get that Williams put in the points and become a right. midfield contender and leave that shitty Haas fighting at the back of the field being a back marker. Because I'm sorry, Hulkenberg's a great driver, but that Haas is still shit. Right. And, let, and let's let's talk about this as well. Now, you said something about this is what I like about F1 Minute. You said something about Logan giving him the update so he can show you what he could pull out of it. Have we already? I mean, could it not be said something like we saw what you pulled out of the current version and it wasn't much it ain't been much so why do we waste money and updates in a team where we are right now we're not one of the top teams where we are why do we waste money and updates giving them to somebody who's just gonna put the shit in the wall when we when we have a driver who's showing us what you're doing with the current you already put us in points look at what you're doing with the current current situation so let's go ahead and put our updates in a driver who's already shown us what he can pull out of this variation and let's let's let this driver still get accommodated and acclimated to formula one because he's showing us that he's not quite there yet is that not fair for the team to kind of do i mean yeah that's fair for the team to do as well but at the same point in that situation if you look at let's say mclaren when they threw out their updates piastri got them and so did norris they they keeping them on a level play on on a level playing field let the dog eat yeah but piastri definitely showing better than logan he, he actually definitely, definitely showing better than Logan. Yeah, Did you see is. his drive in Canada? Like he definitely showing better than but Logan. Was, so Pia was checking out quick. Pia was, <laughs> was checking out quick. Trust me. I'm looking at all the rookies. I mean, I want to from the American standpoint, I want to see Logan do well because, you know, it's right, been a long right. time since America has, right. had a top tier driver out there. But right. Logan got a he, he I think a lot of it is his nerves. And when they did the test when in the free practice sessions last season, I could hear it in his voice over the radio. He's nervous. He needs right. to settle down, go in that zone that okay. he that he'd get in when he was in F two, that made him an absolute monster, and he'd start busting quick lap after quick lap after quick lap. And if right. he gets in that zone, Logan could easily be up there with Albon, and then now you got Williams being a true mid tier team. Okay, Roger that, brother. I appreciate you having a little extra chat with me, bro. Appreciate you. Anytime. Hey, so there we go. Uh, some back and forth. That's what I like about F1 Minute. That's what it's for. Uno says, as it happens, Albon was the one who got upgrades. Williams are waiting to see how well he settles via the team. Let's go. Uno coming in hot, bro, for your F1 Minute. Racking up on the minutes. Go ahead, Uno. Spit those bars, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I like what Wildcat said because it's exactly what we all see and actually glad to know that if it hadn't been for the upgrades on Albon's car, he wouldn't show exactly how well and stable he handled that car, right? Logan, we got to see how well he's got to settle in the team because how, what was it now about his third season, his third time being with the team, our fourth time, I feel. And yeah, he's been he, with the team since the beginning. Yeah, so he's still got a lot of work to do, just like Nick, Nick DeVries did. But he has got to show his true worth and say, yeah, I want to I wanna be in this team. I want to do my best and go out there and show it. Don't, don't watch 
album. Don't watch how they all, you know, giving him motivations. Think to him, think to yourself that, yeah, I'm going to do this because I got the seat. This is my seat. I'm going to do this and start showing that he can perform to get the upgrades because that's what they're waiting for. Ted Kravitz said it. Logan is not quite settled and ready for this, but he's got mm. to prove he can capable of walking in the shoes before he can tie it. Right, big. Woo, that was a good one. That was a good. Hey, Uno came to show out, man. Uno came to shout. Uno not playing today. Wildcat not playing today. They come with some bars. I, where are all the people that are usually in the comment section at Wolfpack Performance throwing all the hate, the shade, and talking about how much they know about Formula One? Where are these people? Where are these people to come on here and drop hot bars and stats and facts like these brothers are doing, like these sisters have done? Where are they? I don't see them. Have you seen them? I don't see them. Every time the sun comes out, the roaches scatter the rats look for shade they look for holes to crawl into they wait till the sun goes down and wolfpack performance and the fam go offline and then they come out i'm just saying you got your moment you got the time racer x210 and the super chat say peel peel bringing that fire to the rookies and he is the only rookie out of logan out of devries to have points and i ain't gonna lie he making that papaya he making lando work lando still kind of showing him like hey i'm still the big bro but peel peel like man you might be two inches off bro and I'm about to have a growth spurt in the winter. I'm about to have a growth spurt. Talking about rookies, let's go ahead and look at Logan Sargent, Williams Rook. Uh, Williams, which is Will's rookie, you know, for this year in our rookie battle. Uh, doesn't finish the race. He goes out, finishes 20th. Kenny B say Alice is good where he is. Bro, I'm about to let I'm let I'm about to let Kenny B drop these facts as soon as I tell you this. So Logan is 20th, DeVries is 19th, PLP is 14th, and the only one with points right now. And it's looking like it can continue on. And he might collect a few couple, a few more points before this season is out. Let's let Kenny B drop some hot bars. Let's go, bro. Got What's you. Going on, bro? What's going on, Kenny B? What's happening? All right, all right, all right. Go ahead. Alex you got your F1 minute. Yeah, Alex needs to stay right where he is. He's got a, a, a pretty good um, guy leading the group who came from Mercedes, and he's going to bring some some standards to Williams that's going to help them slowly progress. Not only that, people are forgetting that towards the end of the year, everybody's going to get closer to Red Bull because they've seen their floor. So it's just a matter of who has the money to reinvest in their floor left in their budgets. Knowing that's going to help them get better downforce, which Williams is not not very good with, with their downforce, but they've got right. good straight line speed. The floor is going to help everybody get more downforce on the turns, give them more stability coming out of the exits, and help them catch up to Red Bull. So you're going to see everybody start clumping together towards the end of the season except for teams like Mercedes, who has already made their move forward, doesn't really have the kind of money they need to okay. to redesign their whole floor because they've got to redesign their whole concept to go with it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you're gonna see you're gonna see all the other teams start catching up. So why would you want to leave a team where you put time in to helping to make those changes? Right. Hey that's Hey, that's a big fact. Kenny B coming in doing his thing, and that's a that's a big fact. Like now you're building, you're getting momentum, you're in a team, and this is why I said 
where I also mentioned Danny Rick went wrong while while leaving Renault, which was now is which is now BWC Alpine too soon. I think he he said he was committed to the build, right? He said he was committed to Renault. He said we're gonna build together. We got good things coming, and then he jumped ship as soon as he got the bag and the opportunity to go to a highlight team in McLaren, and now and then he suffered. I think that if Danny Rick stayed with B, with Alpine at that time, I think he's still in Formula One. I think he's having at least a successful year midfield. Ocon's doing good. I I believe that he he killed his momentum in Formula One by chasing the money and a glorified team. When indeed, I think he had a better opportunity at Renault uh, with Alpine doing what he could have been doing with Ocon right now, or maybe even better. I think it, I think me, I would still believe that Danny Rick is a better driver than Ocon. Although Ocon right now is showing us that he's definitely trying to progress as a progress as a driver. And I got to give him props for that. But Rocker coming in, give Logan some time. He says, give him some time, boss. Let's go for Rocker, bro. I'm about to give you your F1 minute. Let's go off, man. Hey, what's going on? I'm just what's saying first, on? can you hear me? Yeah, um, good, good right. mic check. Man, right. my bro. Let's go. Um, First off, I want to say happy Juneteenth to everyone out there. Yeah. And also, I think in regards to Logan, I I, I hate it when every live stream you always crap on him saying, Pia, Pia, where's Logan? Where's Logan? Everywhere. It pains me because it's like, man, he's in a Williams, you know. Piastri has the luck of being at a McLaren. On paper, he should be. On paper, always should be ahead of both William cars. I know there are times where Alex would drive the wheels off, but with Alex, he's experienced. Logan, he's 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 fresh off the block, going into one probably the worst team, if not the second worst. Second worst, you could probably teeter with Alfa Romeo. We saw that floor and how basic it was, and it was like my my God, like I can understand why Logan is struggling, and I'm impressed that. Alex is driving the wheels off. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, so word on the street is that Silverstone, Logan is expected to give get the upgrades too. So I can't wait just to see if, like, can he use the upgrades to his advantage to get some points or get close enough to be, like, P10, P11, P12, close enough to the points because it okay. hurts me as an American because I want him to do well. I really right. do. Right, bro. Don't really go. Do. Don't go nowhere. I got. I got a question for you. I got a question for you. I got. I got some rebuttal for you. So check it out. So yeah, P is my rookie, and and I got that rookie because Will beat me to Logan Sargent, which I'm happy he did beat me to Logan Sargent right now. <laughs> Will picked him, <laughs> so yeah. I'm not mad. So I gotta rep my rookie. But McLaren has been struggling this season, though, right? They, they haven't, have. They haven't been in McLaren form in which we would like to say, like, McLaren being McLaren. McLaren has been struggling. Like, we saw the McLaren didn't even feel confident in themselves from the livery launch. Like, yeah. they've, been, they've been down bad. So is it still not something to say? With Alex doing what he's doing and has been doing in the Williams car, Like right? We know Williams is, is I always call him the fallen angel from heaven. Hopefully one day they return. That's true. That's facts. I give you all that. But yeah. has Logan not made errors that really don't, talk to Williams but talk to himself as a driver kind of like DeVries I just say unlike DeVries in which DeVries yeah, has right. experience not just in <laughs> Formula 2 but right. in other racing series well all we all we have to fall back on is Logan and people also want to say how discredit him due to his junior career which mm. people forget where like somewhere he could have team he could have teamed up with Oscar Priyashi I think in 2021 but Money was tight. He had he had no choice but to stay in F three instead of mm -hmm. jumping up to F F two. Okay. So I think with Logan so far, it's just been the luck of the draw hasn't been on his side. Mm -hmm. I ex of course I expect better. 
Right. McLaren, on paper, again, I still stand by, even though they didn't look confident right. on like the the livery launch. Judging off practice, or later on, they were still still a better performing team, a performing team than Williams. So, I understand where you're coming from, but I right. still have my reserves for just. Logan and right. Williams in, in general. I mean, I want to see him do good too, bro. I do. <laughs> I'm born and raised out of Texas. I want to see yeah. him do good too. So I tell you what. What what is a good? Let's let's give each other a uh, a timeline in which you expect to see. In which, if you don't see progress from from Logan, you'd be willing to say like, "Hey, this season just he ain't showing me nothing." But he's a rookie. Next season, I hope to see better. Let's get let what round? What round? Let's let's give a round so if, we can come back and kind of reconvene <sighs> together. Ooh, well, if that if we're doing that, you might some people might have to wait till next year for that <laughs> because like, I think I the whole the, the whole notion of rookies trying to do well has been right. blurred since what George Lando and Charles yeah, came yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They, I, give it I to say, you. they flipped the whole notion of like he's a rookie. You know, yeah. rookies don't perform like that. It's like all the time. You're right. That's not a normal. That's not a normal. It's like Lewis was a one off. Right, that was an anomaly. <laughs> and then you got Max at Red Bull when he first joined Red Bull. And, of course, he benefited from, you know, Rosberg and uh, Lewis Facts. taking each other out. But, again, he was there at the right time and shown up when he needed to be for Red Bull. Those True. things are anomalies. Like, True. We, we do not, I do not expect them. I do not expect rookies to do well their first season. I expect them to bend it in the wall almost every three races. <laughs> so I, 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 have, I have to be real. So You got a point. That, Next season, by round what five or six, that's when I should start seeing improvements. Okay, okay. So, yeah. All right, Brock, bro, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate <laughs> yeah, you no chopping problem. up with me, bro. Stay around, and you know what? You make a right and a fair point. Rookies, I think we have been a little bit um, spoiled by seeing talents like Russell, definitely like Lewis Hamilton, uh, even Seb, and then Max seeing that, and then kind of like making that like it's the norm, but it's really not the norm. That's not the norm for what we see with rookies coming in. What we're seeing now with Pia Pia and Logan and DeVries is more like the normal what you may see a typical driver be. And these three drivers may not even be be great one day. These might be average drivers on the grid that we typically see. And we're kind of we're, we're we're being a little I, even myself being a little biased. And sometimes it's just me being punchy. But yeah. you're totally right, brother. You're totally right. And I'm glad you should call your brother out on that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, no brother, problem. man. Appreciate you. No problem. <laughs> Wildcat coming in hot since we talking about anomalies. Let's go, Wildcat. Let's go, brother man. What you got? F1 minute. You got right, it. So Pop tall. I got to drop back to the soft topic real quick on Aston Martin. Okay. We really, and, we back we you know, since we, talking, right. since we talking anomalies here, 2007, 2008, mm -hmm. we saw Alonzo ready to shave his head clean ball looking like Mr. Clean mm. because of one newcomer on the grid, Lewis Hamilton. Could it be that the reason Papa Stroll ain't going to give his son the boot is because he's afraid of what Felipe Drogovic could do with the AMR 23 once he actually mm. gets, gets comfortable with it? Is he worried that Felipe may put Alonzo on notice and tell him to sit his old ass down? He ain't getting no more. Because mm. honestly... I don't think Alonzo's going to get that win he's looking for. I really don't. Ooh. I don't see Max giving it to him. Max ain't that type to just give you the win. Right. Max, go, right. Max will probably rather run Alonzo off the road just to get right. that win because he's trying to prove, oh, I'm the I'm the man in F1. I'm the GOAT. Right. No, you're not. But that's just Max's mentality. So, Max. sorry to say, but 
if Felipe truly wants a seat, I feel like Felipe would have probably done better than DeVries would at Alphatari. Hell, he mm. could have put DeVries at Aston Martin, at, um, not Aston Martin, but Williams over Logan. Give Logan a little Ooh. time to grow up. Ooh, goodness gracious. Hey, I, 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 I do feel that, and I think my our brother Baraka got a, a good point. Wildcat brings a good point, moving some things here or there. I, I do think it is time to give – Lance is not a rookie, all right? So this is a totally different situation with Lance and what we're talking about. Lance is not a rookie. Aston Martin, hopefully, I'm, I'm hoping for Williams, they will be in a position like Aston Martin one day to start considering if their drivers are holding them back versus the machinery holding their drivers back. Because I believe that is where Aston Martin is – nearly and about to be especially with their deal coming up with honda now it's true once they go over to honda and they become works team and maybe they do take a back step but right now aston's aston's right there and could be legitimately fighting for number two in the in the constructors championship and lance stroll is handicapping them all right you're not losing anything by giving Felipe a couple of races in Lance. What he's showing you'd be different if Lance was top five and helping Alonzo out with points and that it'd be different. But right now that's not the case. So it's not like you'd be hurting yourself. True, true, too bad. I'm just saying, but let's talk about this with the newly success of Alonzo. There are a plethora amount of people that have decided, like many times, anytime they get an opportunity to throw a stone at Lewis Hamilton, the greatest driver in Formula One, on the grid, as a matter of fact, the most accomplished driver still racing today, still racking up podiums to add to his already podium high stat and record. There seems to be people like to always, especially if it's Max or if it's Alonzo, come out saying that Alonzo is greater than Lewis Hamilton. In what world are you living? Galacticus, that's why I say Sprint GP should be third drive. Hey, Galacticus did say that, and I agree with him, and we talked about that. I do believe that Sprint should be allocated, if that's going to be another format, to the reserve drivers. I think I think that's good, and they maybe even have a wrinkle in there where you could throw rookies in there, but that, that's a good point. We can have another episode on that. So I would say this. In what world do you see this? Kenny B is coming in. He says Lance broke both wrists. <laughs> I'm going to let Kenny B go. <laughs> I can finish that because that sounds good. All right, Kenny B, let's go, bro. Well, with all the learning curves that you that come with Formula One mm-hmm. and the change in regulations and everything else, breaking both your wrists just complicates all that. And at the same time, you come to, come to realize that you've got a, a car on the front of the grid. What did you mm-hmm. think you were going to do? He, he forced the issue to get back in it. True. But you know True. he's going to have to make compensations, and plus his driving style is not so. so True. You tell me. Where, where did y'all think this was going to go? You had oh, Ricardo who left Alpine to go to a better company, which it should have been, McLaren. But the way they were engineering the car, it had quirks with it that only certain drivers could really adjust to. Mm-hmm. And it turned out to be a mistake. Now he's back at Red Bull and they're saying that he picked up all these bad habits from when he was at McLaren because of the way that the car drove. So was it the driver or was it the car? Okay. You need both. You need the right. car to be able to match the driver. Unfortunately, most drivers fit into one category. We know what it takes for a race winning car. Good downforce, a stable rear end. And something that's sharp on the front end. Right, right, right. 
that's true. And uh, Kenny B, you got a point, brother man. I, I would say this. I'm gonna say this. I think. I think that two things can be true. All right. I think it could be that Danny Rick probably didn't do well adjusting to the McLaren. Not to say the McLaren was this great car, but we did see what Lando was able to do with the same machinery. In the same tone, we also said, and it was even proven, that Perez was having troubles with the RB because it was more developed toward Max's driving style and not his. And then we kind of like, well, you still got to adjust, but not every driver can adjust as swiftly as another driver, and this is true. And I still do think that certain cars need to be developed toward those drivers and not just one driver centric. But I think Danny Rick, I, I still think that he killed his momentum team jumping too soon. I do. Can I, I give you an analogy? Yeah, go ahead. All right. This is going to mess a lot of people up because they may not understand. Okay. You know who Quest Love is, right? Yes. The drummer for the Roots. Yes. When he first heard a Jay Dilla beat, it went against everything he learned in music theory. But when he heard it, it touched him so deep, he had to, he forced himself to make those changes. Mm. When these drivers either, when you got, a good driver who gets into a good car mm -hmm. and he's matched up against an excellent driver who's just on the sharp end, he knows that the only way he can keep up is to make changes because they're not going to shift the car towards his driving style because they're going to get more of an advantage on the other driver's car. Right. right. So Lance is forced to make changes. Mm -hmm. Perez is forced to make changes. Botas was forced to make changes in his driving style mm -hmm. because they wanted to be in those top cars with the top drivers whose, whose driving style matches the way those cars were designed. Good one. I like that. I like that. I like that. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I like that Kenny B over here dropping 16 hot bars. And listen, I'm going to say this. Rest in peace, Jay Dillard, for real. For real. Yeah, that, Dillard. That, that was a good one. That was a hot one, bro. You're right. Some people might not even know who the hell you're talking about. <laughs> that was a good one. That he, was he's a good one. the soul renaissance from he, the late yeah, 90s legend, into bro. the 2000s. Yeah, he a legend. <laughs> he a legend. I hate I hate that he went the way he went. I wish those people would evaluate him more appropriately, and maybe we still had have his, have his soul around now, man. So big shout-out to you for that one, bro. Appreciate Kenny it. B. Damn, bro dropped some bars, and then he came and dropped some damn hip-hop history, hip-hop legendary on y'all. Jay Dilla, I didn't see that shit coming. Goodness gracious, he came in hot as hell as a F-18 Super Hornet on a flight deck. Jeez. So I'm going to say this. Oh, uh, people saying, Alonzo, listen, I, I'm just going to give it great. <laughs> and Lewis not. how do you come up with this? What type of math are you doing? All right. I'm, I'm going to let you know right now. In the time that Alonzo has been in Formula One, he's been with several different teams and he's had several different seasons where he has not been in the top 10 at all, let alone maybe not in Formula One at all. Lewis Hamilton don't have them problems. Lewis Hamilton, not, he's not that guy. Lewis Hamilton is the GOAT. So when people try to say Lewis is not great, Lewis is only great because of the car, but then you say Alonzo's great, where the hell has Alonzo been all this time? I keep saying this, where he's been all this time. Now all of a sudden he's successful that he's with Aston Martin. So why do the same rules not apply to Lewis Hamilton that you will try to apply to other drivers? So is it because Alonzo right now is doing good because of the car or because he's a greater driver than Lewis Hamilton? Because if that's the case, where was he? Where was he all this time when he wasn't in the top 10, when he wasn't doing this? Where was he? I just got to I got to ask you, 
I got to ask you this question. Prove it to me. Prove it to me. Prove to me why you want to try to say a two-time champion is greater than a seven-time world champion who has consistently been with teams and even while struggled but still been in the top ten in championship standing points at the end of the season while Alonzo has not. Come on, y'all got to be, you got to be, you got to be, you got to stop hating. You just got to stop hating. You got to learn to appreciate, stop hating. I don't hate Alonzo. I don't hate on Alonzo. At times I might make jokes, right? But I'm just saying, real is real. Alonzo's not a greater driver than Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton proved this when they was teammates. If you're a greater driver than Lewis Hamilton, you don't have to pay mechanics to sabotage Lewis's car. If you're a greater driver than Lewis Hamilton, you don't have to hold him up in the pits to ruin his qualifying. If you're a greater driver than Lewis Hamilton, then you outbeat Lewis Hamilton and construct our driver, driver championship points while you're there. You didn't do any of that. None of that. Don't tell me that Alonzo is greater than Lewis Hamilton because it's just not true. Racer X210 with the Super Chat saying, Ferrari biggest letdown, Charles is not hungry enough, Carlos is clowning, and the car is a shit, shit box. The strategy is a disaster. Ferrari needs to put their ignorant arrogance aside, and I was about to say ignorance, arrogance aside and start ingratiating new faces and designers. Woo! Why? Racer X210 said, I want to see a total total shift change at Ferrari right now. That's what he said. I want to see that shit right now. I'm not waiting. I want to see it right now, and it needs to happen right now is what RaceX210 is saying. Trying to bring our brother Wildcat in, but uh, something is going on, so I'm going to give him some time to get that right, and then he can try to come on back. So let's get into our, our next segment because this Alonzo thing don't have to last long because it is just what it is. Let's get into something that's a little funny, uh, a, a little – critique russell speaks truths he says lewis is the greatest but russell says he's the fastest now uno coming in let's go uno says alonzo only made his fame from Reno back then and even back then he was involved in some scandals he was still a scam artist scam artist to 1.0 max scam artist 2.0 uno i'm gonna give you your f1 minute bro go <laughs> yeah you're right because at the end of times right Back those back back then, I think it was around in the nineties when he was with Renault with um, Fabio, and all that time. Yeah, look how long he actually been with the team, and they did fantastic and got him to where he get two time world champion. But he got to his head. He kind of got too greedy, and then he think, yeah, he can go for more. But the team, what happened to them? They fell because they did things just like you would get with certain team like um, Red Bull. <laughs> and right. if you look carefully on their action. That's what makes Alonso now think he should have been among the greats. However, that guy, I think he has to take step back and really look at himself and say, you know what, I could have, rather than say, yeah, I can. Mm. And then all the time we see him with the AM team posing with his trophies, like, yeah, I, look at me, look at me, I'm back. That's not back. That's like you still got a long way to go before you can gain how many more trophies like a main man himself which that time was Lewis with him. And the two of them worked as Lewis gave him props. But this guy, he's just too jealous, man. So Alonso, mm. uh-uh. Go back to Spain and learn a bit more before you can do your maracas dance. Please. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What in the hell did Uno eat for breakfast or lunch or even dinner? My bro is on one today. He is on one wildcat coming. It's like, listen, right now, these dudes are like two F-18 super hornets coming off of a mission. 
afterburners blaring coming across you at like 100 feet off the deck trying to blow your eardrums out with some of this man let's go wildcat man he coming back let's see if he got it in go ahead brother you got your f1 minute all right i'm clearing this airstrike we coming in hot and heavy i don't care we wiping the land all right so alonzo's so great lewis in an interview this is best friend as far as the driver on the grid who is it it's not alonzo it ain't rossberg mm. Who is it? Vettel. My two favorite drivers in all of F1, period, in history, it's Lewis and Vettel. Why? Mm. Because that was one of the cleanest championship fights I have ever seen. Vettel brought it to Lewis. Lewis brought it. Lewis doesn't classify Nico Rosberg as a good championship rival. He don't classify Alonzo as one. Hell, Lewis didn't even really see a threat with Jensen Button. He just let Jensen have his have his shining moment. That's all he did with that. Now, if Alonzo was so great, Alonzo ain't great. He's smart. And mm. Vettel went to Aston Martin, a four-time champion <clears throat> that has records of his own, went to Aston Martin. Obviously, Sebastian knew something was coming. He mm. knew what was there and what was growing. Alonzo ain't stupid. He jumped on point. it on Aston Martin. If Vettel had been in that AMR 23, I don't think, Ma I think Max would have been shitting a brick, but not because of Lewis being in his rear. It would have been because Sebastian hounding that ass. Man, I, I okay, I got a question for you. <clears throat> I do think that, let's just say hypothetically, it had been Alonzo and Seb. I think that would have been crazy. But what did you think when Seb bumper card Lewis? Uh, that <laughs> one, um, honestly... <laughs> Honestly, when he did it, when he did it, and you might find this surprising when I say, okay. honestly, it, remember when we first started the Grudge Race series and right. the very first time you brought Broken in on a race at Silverstone? Yeah. Remember why everybody was wondering what the heck happened to me, why I didn't finish? Yes. I put the RV-18 into the wall coming out of, coming out the last corner because I was right. pissed. She was pissed. I right. tried to die. I tried to. I tried to straight spearhead that thing at a car close to me. I completely missed. Put it in the wall and walked away for the rest of the day. So I can understand Sebastian's frustration in that one. It okay. was purely emotional frustration when he decided. Oh, I think he brake checked me. Mm -hmm. Hold up. Boop. Right. 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 Okay. So I'm gonna hit you. That's how okay. Sebastian saw that. But if Tick you notice, tat. it gotcha. never got. Their their rivalry never got to the top level right. that Lewis and Rosberg went that Lewis and Nico went to. Right. They still had the utmost highest respect for each other at the end of the day. And okay. to Good this point. day, when Sebastian showed up at what was it, Monaco? Lewis and Lewis and Seb were hanging out most of the time they were at Monaco when yep. Lewis wasn't, you know, stuck stuck, you know, somewhere with with Shakira. But you know, right, hey, right, right. Doing his thing. Story. Congratulations. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> so probably boy, love to see it. But so honestly, I feel like Aston Martin screwed Nico Hulkenberg over. Why? Because that was your third driver. The minute mm. you knew Seb was retiring, you should have automatically offered Nico that contract to take that seat. Mm, Nico could have been in that AMR 23 and not sitting here fighting at the back for, you know, pity, pity pat points with Haas. And at that point, guess what? <clears throat> Alonzo, he was already out of Alpine. So where, where does that leave Alonzo for a seat? Alphatari, 
he ain't going mm. there. Williams, he ain't going there. He, he ain't going for these back markers. He definitely ain't right, there. Sure ain't going to Haas. <laughs> so nah, nah, he not. Alonso would have retired for a second time. Mm. And now, at that right. point, guess what? Felipe Drogovic, he's got a seat. Logan's got a seat. Oscar's already had mm. his seat at McLaren. Gasly moves on to Alpine. Right. Now you got four rookies on the grid. Now you really got a rookie showdown. But I okay. got a feeling it would at that point. <laughs> I feel like Felipe might take Oscar out on that one. Just saying. I agree. I agree. I agree, brother. I agree. <laughs> Wildcat on another one. I got to agree with him on that one. I do think Felipe, if he's in the ass, and I think Felipe is. I think we talking about Felipe being the best rookie. Kenny B coming in says Alonzo got lucky with Aston. Let's hear from him. We'll see what he got to say on that. Go ahead, Kenny B, lay it down. Yeah, let's look at the history of Alonzo, okay? First all right. of all, he's a talented driver. He's one of the most talented drivers ever to race in Formula One. Hands down. Okay. Okay. His problem is he couldn't get out of his his arrogance could not get out of his way. I agree. It started with Lewis. Well, actually, no, it started, like you said, it started with uh, Benetton when he pulled that, that stunt and had they had his teammate crash. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it started with that. Then when he got to McLaren, it was the whole Ferrari gate, which he was directly involved in because he tried to show Lewis the blueprints. And Lewis was like, I don't want nothing to do with that. None of that. Okay, so then... Uh, you know, he was trying to use all this stuff to gain Curry with the with the team and an advantage mm-hmm. that he couldn't mm-hmm. just take on on the track because certain drivers are unicorns. Alonzo was a right. unicorn. Lewis was a unicorn. Um, Michael Schumacher was a unicorn. These guys were right. unicorns. You you just don't run into them all the time. Right. All the other drivers are jealous that Lewis had to work from the back of the grid to get to the front. Mm. All right. But then you have Alonzo who just totally ruined every chance he ever had with every team. And that overrules talent. And then not only that, Lewis understands. You know, it takes time to help get a team where they need to be. And then over time, you're going to find out, like he did with McLaren, that either they're going to listen to your suggestions or they're not, and you're fighting a losing battle. In which case, Mercedes came along and said, hey, look, we see your talent. We're coming out with the new regulation engine. Trust us, we will give you the car you're looking for. Mm. Something McLaren wasn't doing. Good one, bro. Good one. Woo, man. God. Lee, Juneteenth got these these people. Shh. Juneteenth might need to come around a little bit more because I'm talking about everybody just come on here like, pa, pa. Matter of fact, I don't even know why. I, that's why I'm, I'm putting it down. Juneteenth, we, we lighten it up. We are lighting it up. Galacticus in the Super Chat says, Lewis Hamilton about to pass Alonzo in points. Two to three GPs. Galacticus says that he is predicting Lewis Hamilton, the GOAT, seven-time world champion, current active, most accomplished driver on the grid, will soon pass Alonzo in the Aston Martin AMR 23 with his newly found success over damn near two decades of nothing happening. Is about to pass him. We're about to see. We are about to see. Don't forget, we're going to be live uh, 
Wolfpack Effort Grudge Racing Series Esports Racing. If you want to participate, pay with us, go ahead, send me an invite to my gamer tag. You can go ahead and do that. But uh, we also, like I said, we got a new VIP member, Blue Diva, big celebration, big props out tour. Also, you know what I'm saying? We got kickback quality coming when it happens. Wildcat coming in. Will, oh, Will is going to come in as we are getting ready to close out. Will is going to close us out. WPPN, and then I'm going to go in on Russell speaking the truth about lie detectors. Let's go, Will. How's it going? Man, hey, did Logan Sergeant have you depressed? You just not waking up. <laughs> you were so damn depressed, you done slept your I've heard what everyone was saying about I'm glad that a lot of people were able to fill in and say, hey, he's still a rookie. He's trying to do his thing. Yeah, Baraka so had your back, bro. He had your Wildcat. back. <laughs> Baraka, Wildcat, everybody jumping in and making sure they, they got they got my boys back. You know, everyone's trying to get that USA rookie in there. You know, it's been years yeah. and years since we've had, right. a, since we had a, a uh, American on the grid. But True. I can only add one other thing to that because everybody pretty much put everything out there. But. He's also the only driver so far, other than when this happened in Canada, and it was to none of his fault. He's the only one that started True. a race and has finished it out of all three rookies out of every single race. This is the first mm. time he wasn't able to finish okay. a race because, you know, to no fault of his own, a mechanical failure. So he's That's still true. making sure he gets to the car from the beginning to the end. And okay. Michael Schumacher, of course, is the person that has always said, the only way you're going to be able to finish, the only way you can finish first is if you... You first you have to finish. So right. he's at least getting the car across the checkered flag, other than what happened obviously earlier on in this race. Uh well we got good. well we well no we got we got this race and then we also had Australia that he didn't finish. Yes. Through that collision think, with think, I don't know why they don't classify that one as uh, under right. classification. I think Right, under classification. Correct. Yeah, I think that, I think because that was the end and there was the red flag and all that, they still I, right. It's it's one of those semantics things. It, right. it really wasn't a finish either, but I'm still gonna go with the semantics and say, hey, they're, they're still they're still saying he finished that race too. I'm with you, bro. You know, I'm with you. Bowling, played bowling at the end. I know. I know. <laughs> you right. I let you, you got it. You got it. <laughs> what you got for us today, brother? So we have some announcements. Oof, a couple of good cool. announcements, and okay. the first I one like we'll start news. off with the F123 which ties into our grudge racing series that we host here at WPPN and WPPF1. So That's we cool. have a couple of entrants that are adding themselves to the grid for this F123 season for grudge racing. Oh, and that shit. would be our Wolfpack performance members, Sylvia Kelly and Mary Binney. Going to join grudge race grid for the F123 season with major improvements to the control physics and precision steering technology, more and more pad players myself are moving up the time trial time charts and adding more suspense and action to the f1 grudge racing grid so look forward to seeing our two women-owned teams being added to the f1 grudge racing season this year Bad. we also have another announcement here from mary binney who has said and this is directed to you as well jay that the <laughs> w14b will come good and it has come good and she's been saying this all along our Mercedes AMG F1 insider source has stayed the course and never gave up on the B spec concept and tells us it's more than what you can see. We all assume Ooh. this is in reference to the underfloor and is analogous to what is going on behind the scenes at Brackley and Bricksworth. And I also want to send a special shout out to Blue Diva, our VIP, our newest yeah. VIP member, who shows up every day and takes care of the Wolfpack fam. She's my battle buddy in the Discord. 
She's always has my back with disseminating info and keeping things kosher in the Discord chat. She's always willing to help out new, current, and seasoned Wolfpack Performance members. Facts. And that's why Blue's VIP membership is well-deserved, and we're all happy to see her receive this. And I also took my own, some sort of a polar plunge, because it's pretty cold up in the mountains in northwest New Jersey, and did a uh, pool plunge into what had to be around 50-degree weather last night. It's kind of cold, but oh, shit. <laughs> to, get to, to do a dedication, lit up the pool, lit, lit up the pool blue, and jumped in <laughs> and told her congrats. So again, I'll say, congrats, blue. You deserve it. Wow, you can only get this shit here. We got one more. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> so, for people that do not know, especially for a lot of our people that are outside of the states, today is Juneteenth. So I wanted to also throw in something for Juneteenth, which is June 19th. It was dedicated back in 1865, and it was basically, uh, and it actually happened in Jay's home state of Texas, where this was actually declared that slaves right. would be freed on this day, on June 19th of 1865. So I wanted to include that in our F1 Minute, just let you know this was a couple of years after the Emancipation Proclamation. Thank so you. even after slaves were freed, there were a lot of things that were still going on whether it be the Civil War that was still going on or a lot of states, because you got to remember back then, it's not like news traveled over the Internet. So a lot of places, right. there were still people that were still enslaved. There were still a lot of people that were going through hardships. And mm. that would continue for, obviously, you know, decades, centuries continuing. Yeah. And so this was a day that was dedicated to actually to say that slaves were then freed. And this became a day of celebration for for African-Americans, for black people in these, in the states. So this is why we do celebrate this day. And as another note, this was something that was actually added to uh, as a federal holiday just two years ago. This happened in 2021. Joe Biden made that a, an actual uh, official holiday for as a, like a federal holiday. So just to see how long this took, this is now, you know, we're talking about maybe this is what, maybe 160 some odd years almost to have this become something that was a federal holiday. So I wanted to also just uh, to make that a topic as part of our WPPN segment. Big shout out. Will coming in with the hammer, with the Thor's hammer, man. Y'all on something, even though you slept because Logan got you depressed. You woke up on the right side of the bed, my brother. <laughs> Listen, hey, this, we still have, we've got quite a bit of a season to go. We so do, we do, hopefully, we do. <laughs> hopefully he'll start to get more acclimated to, to the car. He'll do a little, he pushes hard though. And that's yeah. also why he's had his mishaps in practice and but that's what that's there for, right? That's You're true. Supposed to get a little better during practice and that's all those true. Types of things. So, and I think that the, the Williams car looked pretty good. This is no slight to Albon. You mm. know, I think he's a good driver as well. But I do think that we have to always keep in mind that this is somebody that's coming in that's really trying to push as hard as he can in a car that's towards the back of the grid. And I think that he will start to come good. But in his race day, he does pretty good though. He does pretty good. He at okay. least keeps the car on the black stuff and tries to bring it home. All right. All right. Big shout out to my brother, Will, man. Much love. Appreciation for everything you do, man. I'm going to chop it up with y'all in the Discord, brother. For sure. All right. We got Jeff. I was wondering where Jeff was, and here Jeff is. We got Jeff, then we got Wildcat. Let's go, Jeff. What you got, brother, man? You got your F1 see. minute. Pop off. Hey! <laughs> got the McLaren shit. <laughs> I'm trying to decide what, because... Four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, to see who's one, two, three, because we kind of know 
who's going to be in that top you know, four or five. Right. So I get up to see what the mid-pack does. And the mid-pack didn't disappoint, especially on that last lap. Um, there was some excitement on the mid-pack. But, you know, I'm still... still I see you. Still with Will. Still hoping the Logan Sargent pulls it out. But I think I have to buy an Alpine jersey next in the end. I mean, the main reason why... There's a few reasons, but... One of them is they got Zidane as the spokesperson, which is kind of weird. But the other one is, I don't know if you saw it, but um, they had to get that. Uh, they had Tyreek Hill come in. Oh, yeah, 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 Miami. I was, it was great, and he was hilarious. He, he is. did not like being in that uniform, but he loved being in the car. It was, um, it was quite the treat. But anyway... Logan Sargent, I still think he's going to have some time. And one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Jeff just killed it. This show is fucking epic. Wildcat. Oh, my gosh. My bro just blew his nose on the Ferrari jersey. How do y'all feel about that? You get Ferrari fans probably like, this bullshit. <laughs> Wildcat coming in hot. Racer X210 says, uh, with Kelly and Racer X coming for those podiums, baby, I believe it. Sylvia with Kelly ain't going to play no games. I know she's going to be coming. I can't wait to see her drive her first race. Go ahead, Wildcat. Lay it hot, bro. All right. So Have one minute. Boom. As uh, as Mary as Mary Beanie likes to say, Princess George needs to shut his fucking twat. Ooh. Go ahead. Lewis is, Lewis is great, but he's the fastest. I call bullshit. Lewis is great. Lewis has made Q3. George has barely made <clears throat> Q2 half the time. George then started from behind Lewis how many races now? But mm. George is the faster one, right? Lewis mm. jumped Alonzo on the start in Canada, held P2, and kept Alonzo at bay for 23 laps. But George did what? Flame out. Put it in the wall. Why? Because the W14B wasn't built for George. It was built for Lewis. So Lewis mm. knows how to drive that car. That car has a lot more front end now <clears throat> to help balance out that strong rear end that it has. George ain't equipped to he he don't like having that front that strong front end. George likes a likes a more understeery car. And he likes bad mm. cars. <laughs> he can drive the wheels off a bad car. I give him that. <laughs> I give him that. He can drive the wheels off a bad one. Oh my god. But you put George in, <clears throat> you put George in a good car. And he finds a way to fuck it up. Just like he did this. <laughs> so, George need to shut his damn mouth, sit down, pull out his pen, his pencil and paper, and start taking notes and say, Professor Lewis, how do I, how do I properly do this? How do I properly do that? Let's how do I go. properly do this and be a gentleman about it? And there we go. Other, and one other thing. <laughs> Sylvia and Racer X, y'all can bring it. Just know, if Mary's joining the grid... I spare no expense. I will be pulling her along up the grid, and we gonna take that one and two. Oh, we gonna see. I'm with it. Hey, Racer X through ten, Sylvia with Kelly. I'm loving it. Uh, Barry Beanie getting it in. Will I am says even though Logan let me down, I'm gonna make sure we got people around. He just gifted five people with Wolfpack memberships. Those five lucky people are DG Big Blue, Low Key Tanks. I like that profile name. Sony Sam. 
and lockdown like that one too sam mcdonald it's not mcdonald it's mcdowell's go ahead check out that movie coming to america if you haven't seen it big shout out to will i am blessing five people with pack memberships make sure you get into the discord group so you can participate in the conversations and talk to your family members on a routine basis so listen i'm gonna say this in our closing of f1 minute juneteenth all right just in in its entirety it is something that when you think back is, is a damn shame. All right. That Texas matter of fact, I'm going to let Barack get in. I'm going to let Barack get in before I close out. Cause I like, I like the fact that he's participating. Barack, bro, go ahead. Do your thing, bro. I'm going to give you, I'm going to uh, give you the final F one minute, bro. Go ahead. Yeah. So in regards to George, I don't want to do this. Cause I really don't really rep the guy in the discord. I'm, I'm the odd man out, but, with George, I can understand where he's coming from. Okay. It's like, I always say, it's like when you play sports, when you're an athlete, the first thing you want to think of is like you think you're the best at what you do. Oh, okay. Because I remember, the, I remember, I think there was an True. interview. True. Uh, I don't like Draymond Green either, but I, 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 I could relate to him when he said, if you don't think you're the best at what you do, then what are you doing in the sport? Mm. And again... <clears throat> I don't want to say it because like, Lewis is, if not one of the greatest, the greatest driver of all time. Right. I I'll, I'll give it. I'll give George to think he's the fastest because again, it's like on paper he's finished ahead of him in a couple races. There's right. context behind it. Right. We all know the context, but it's like I can't really fault a driver to thinking he's the fastest on True. the grid against True. his teammate because I think that's the mentality you have to be in to survive in this sport anyway. It's 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 a kill or be killed. Uh, industry, especially in F one, it's like if you if you can't pull up the results, your time in this sport is probably one and Limited. done. Yeah, so Good it's point. like I hate to, I really, it's like I hate when George said, it's like I hate having to defend you. I really do. <laughs> I don't rep you. I don't like you. But it's like I can understand where you're coming from. I I understand. It's like because I I played soccer. Was I the right. best on the field? I was probably mid table. But I always right. think it's like I'm better than you. I have to come in. It's like I have. I'm. I'm better than you. You right. may be great, but I'm better. Right. Yeah. Hey, Baraka, bro. That's <laughs> a fair, and that's a true thing. You do need to have that mentality to not only push yourself, but your confidence to compete and perform in whatever it is. So, to George passing the lie detector on that, he feels that way. Now, whether factual statistics and data will back up the way he feels is another thing but yeah. you're right and and you're right by speaking up on his behalf because i was going to do the same thing as i was about to say something else about it and i can't blame him for feeling that way bro i can't yeah but it ain't like true. Some, sometimes it's like people some, some people you have to go in your own delusion sometimes to make it far it's like right how do you make that's, it in life delusion that's how, that's I how gotta i engulf so myself in my own delusion right yeah you gotta, you gotta be delusional from time to time <laughs> That's our thing. We're going to be delusional from time to time. But Rocka said it. That's what we going to do. <laughs> Appreciate you, brother, man. No problem. All right. Kenny, Kenny B, man. I, trust me. This this day is, is good. We go, I'm going to give Kenny B another. I'm going to give Kenny B a F1 minute, too, brother. Go ahead. <clears throat> Look, if at first you must finish in order to finish first, then if you don't believe you're the fastest, you won't be the fastest. That still don't make it true. <laughs> See, Y'all gotta understand this. This dude this has awesome. been given reasons to believe what his his own stuff. You know, first Lewis catches COVID, and they allow him to get into a front running car. Mm -hmm. And what did he do? 
He was going to win that race if they hadn't messed up the pit stop, right? Right. What people don't understand is he's the cause of the pit stop mess up. He was asking so many questions on the radio all the time. He interfered with the radio communications with the pit crew, so they didn't know. Some, not all of the, not all of the other crew, got the command that he was coming in first instead of Botas. So it was his unfamiliarity and newness to the team that caused him to screw up his first possible win. So leaving that, he left there angry, thinking that was my win. I showed everybody who I was as a driver in a front-running car, all this and all of that. Then you had last year where Lewis focused more on stretching the boundaries of the setup to see just whether or not they could make this concept work as opposed to going against Russell. And they thought, oh, Lewis finally lost to a a teammate. Is that what really happened? No. And anybody who who think they was paying attention, they are delusional if they thought Lewis lost to Russell last year. That is not what happened, and he's showing it right now. Fast. Can he be? Matter of fact, I'm about to say this. I was just going to say it. Last season, Y'all were people, not y'all, I'm saying the people that were, and you know who the hell you are. You were talking so glowingly, so trash talk down on Hamilton for the way Russell was performing. Mr. Top 5 is what y'all called him. Mr. Top 5. Hamilton is having a similar career outside of one finishes where he came in six, but y'all are saying nothing. The same people that were talking down on Hamilton and were saying Russell is screwing schooling Hamilton because he lightweight, a lot of people think Russell's screwing Hamilton too, like as far as him being a teammate and, and being supportive as a teammate, and that's another debate. But y'all were talking so glowingly about Russell. Where is that same admiration for Lewis Hamilton, the greatest driver on the grid? Where is that same admiration for what he's doing for the team of Mercedes and what he has done? Where are y'all? I haven't seen y'all. Y'all get extra quiet. I don't get quiet at no point in time, whether I'm right, whether I'm wrong, whether I make a mistake, mistake whether I'm on. It doesn't matter. I'm always going to be me. Jay from Wolfpack, anytime you see me, I'm going to stand by what I stand. And the mechanic says, getting my setup, and he's joining the grid for the Wolfpack Effort competition. The mechanic, I'm looking forward to seeing you. Jesse James Bell says, did y'all know F1 2023 is Lewis, Leclerc, and Lando on the cover? Not champion Max. Let's get on it. Yes, that is true. Max is on the, they got another variation called the F123, the champions edition, and they got Max on that one. Galacticus, Jordan make up beefs in his head just to ball harder. I'm telling you, you got to be delusional sometimes jordan did it but rocker says we got to do it and kenny b says y'all got to stop being delusional so it's got to be a meeting you know not too much not too little a condu says let me see where george is in the standings oh how many podiums <laughs> but he faster okay mr is raining <laughs> today's episode is epic in the celebration of juneteenth this episode is epic as hell we got jeff blowing his nose on ferrari jerseys we got kenny b uno wildcat baraka will coming in dropping bars we got people in the super chat going hard i love today's episode but hey a condo is not playing mr is raining galactic says russell needs to shut up you chatty patty guess what kenny b said he said you ruined your own win right back there when you took over for hamilton when he caught covid bro 
So listen, this has been a great show. I do want to say it is unfortunate that Juneteenth has to be a holiday because of what people and country, what people a country and states did to black people in America as they imported them as slaves. They beat them. They raped them. They killed them. They molested them. They sold them. They abandoned them. They bred them like they were stocking cattle. They hung them from trees is what you call strange fruit. And even today, we are still facing some of those adversities and challenges and horrific things happening today, not only by law enforcement, by other citizens as well. And I'm going to say this. If you are somebody who has been in my comment section and in the comment sections of other content creators and black content creators and women, and you've said that we need to go somewhere, that we have no place in Formula One. I recently just on Twitter was talking to somebody that said I have no place at a racetrack. What gives you the right to think that you have the credit to speak down on somebody? What have you done with your platform to not only help others, but to build a community like I have here? Great people in my community. If it were not for the people in my community, it would not be what it is. I give my community a shout out. I give my viewers, my subscribers, my family members, my Wolfpack gang a shout out because you all make this a loving and progressive community. People participate in an F1 minute, make it what it is. And if you see the camera and spectrums change, we are all different colors on arrays of characteristics, skin color. None of that matters to us. It's only what we have here and here that we concern ourselves with. Character over color and people over politics is what we believe. And I love you all for that. And it is because of this progressive mind state that you all have that I can have a space here, that I can have a platform, that I can be as successful as I am trying to be and take us further up is because of a team effort. Big shout out to my team. And you know what? All you haters, listen, y'all not stopping nothing. You're not stopping anything. I see you all the time and it doesn't bother me. I laugh at it. You are comical. And because of that, and you have that mindset, you are indeed part of the problem. You are part of the problem. You are part of the people who want to continuously disrespect others for their choice and lifestyle, for the things that they do and for the color of their skin. And you are wrong. So with this being one of the best shows ever, and I do mean that in F1 Minute, you all made it that. And I appreciate you all so much. You do not understand how much I appreciate you all. So big shout out to everybody who participated in today's show. Big shout out to all the Super Chats. Big shout out to the people that are going to join the Wolfpack Effort Grudge Racing Series coming again on a weekend that Formula One will not be racing. I really do appreciate you all. I hope you all have a good night and we will see you all soon. All right. And peace.